Hello and welcome. My name is Paweł Fivos and you are listening to Last Week in IT, the weekly podcast. Together with my fantastic co-hosts, Jakub Siwiecki and Jan Mazurek, we'll give you our perspectives on recent news, events, announcements and many more. And we do it in our own style. Join us and enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to our next episode. And uh, Jakub is speaking, and I would like to um, I would like to uh, bring to our discussion today to the table uh, one thought, one thought that is strictly connected with coding. Have you ever wondered how coding has transformed from being quite niche skill to becoming quite essential skill in digital era? which we can find everywhere. It's integral part of our daily lives. Um, if you grab a, sm- uh, a smartphone, then you have some apps that someone wrote for you, for us. And uh, coding, coding, writing a code plays a crucial role in shaping our reality. And I was wondering, um, what if uh, I told you that uh, coding as a skill won't be soon, I'm not sure when, but let's imagine that in one year, maybe, uh, won't be limited to just tech enthusiasts or uh, computer science professionals. And every kid, everyone will know how to code because maybe coding become more simple or maybe coding will become one of the languages that we will learn during our studies or um, uh, during our primary school time. Uh, Guys, what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. So I have immediate thing in my head. So it's uh, local stuff to our country, to Poland. But probably you remember this famous Polish actor, Jerzy Stur, who on one cabaret night or something like that had the song. And in the song, he sang something like that, that everyone can sing, but not everyone should. And here we have something similar, I would say. So yes, I can agree to some extent that this skill is important to, well, even if you write very simple formula in Excel, it is kind of coding, kind of, kind of, but still something, right? You need to understand the syntax from where you get data where you put this data etc etc from different perspective my kid right now at school had the scratch as a programming right so it was not to learn them how to write the code how to write the application because scratch is too simple for that well well, you can write very simple application in in scratch Um, this is like a web browser tool where you have some blocks and from these blocks you can build some actions for example you have like one character who is going around the uh, field meet some other character have some interaction with this character etc etc very simple stuff but you have everything what we know from proper programming languages loops variables data etc 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 everything is there so even you know small kids are learning the skills 
But the question is, to what extent we want to say, right? What is the what is this level where everyone will need to understand coding, programming, and being okay? Able to if you think about languages, they become more and more abstract, right? Like uh, it's not assembler right now, like uh, currently. If you compare, unfortunately. <laughs> so if you think about languages, and with time, they will evolve and become more, let's say, mm, coder friendly, user friendly or more similar to language, probably, or maybe tools like ChatGPT or something else will be involved, but uh, it will become eventually simple. It will be simplified for someone who will write program X, Y, Z. So th this is... That I mean, in any case, if you will look at how the programming languages has evolved over the course of last years, you know, you have now those uh, creators that even can suggest you the syntax and make the programming even slightly easier. Now, I have a different perspective from, you know, probably both of you, because despite the fact I had programming languages at the university, I was never too much interested in obtaining that particular skill, which sometimes is my regret till till this day, and I probably could have spent more time dividing my attention to those subjects. And I have a couple of colleagues who are excellent programmers and developers right now. I decided to go on a different path, and you know, I more went towards the soft skill and, and people skills. Uh, however, I already mentioned. Uh, uh, sorry, I agree with Pavel. What Pavel mentioned about the writing formulas in Excel, that every bit of code, every kind of bit of understanding even how to read the code can make it a bit easier or make it, you know, uh, a bit, can, can help you identify what can the program do or can help you identify the benefits of, of a certain program. Now, is that needed for everyone? I believe no. Is it useful and helpful? I believe yes, and you know, to give you like a allegory, let's say that you not necessarily need to know how the car engine works to drive the car, right? So you don't need to look what's under the the bonnet. And when you, the check engine lights turns on on your dashboard, you can just go and see that okay, check engine. You open the hood, the engine is there. You check the engine. Some other people are more have a bigger approach towards. Uh, technical aspects of, of how car works and that can be helpful to identify what is not working with the car. I think that's kind of a good thing that we can exchange skills, exchange experience and you know you cannot be good at, at everything. Yes, it can be useful uh, and I guess with time, like, like you mentioned that it can be like a other language that you can you can read because another allegory, my sister graduated musical academy and when she is looking at the sheets of notes she already don't see the points notes and you know various different elements uh, on the lines but she can already hear the melody in her head because she became so proficient in reading the notes that she already envisions the melody and i think with practice that can be the same thing for programming languages and it is really because, for example, if you are a mathematician, um, it, it it's the same, right? But uh, you know, here we are going into a very dangerous zone, I, I believe, because uh, we simplify the programming languages to create more automation-ready data from it, logs, 
connectivity between applications, etc., etc., etc. We go into direction that we don't need to read it. Machine should do it, not us. But in the same way, in the same time, we are going into opposite direction with coding. And well, let me be blunt. Because we have so many, you know, programming bootcamps where you attend because the marketing leaflet said that after two weeks you will be the best programmer in the world. Won't you? And in fact, <laughs> <laughs> I can send to you um, after yeah, this uh, send uh, it recording. To Jan um, he read that. <laughs> so two weeks, yeah, two yes, weeks. we can do that. Yeah. Well, that's that's the interesting. Sorry, sorry, power to to cut you off for a second, but this is an interesting thing. As a trainer, I received an offer to join a company as a as a trainer, as a part-time job to help clients of that company to upskill them to become testers, BAs, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And the idea was that you need to come up with your own training program that mm-hmm. in six weeks will transform the people into BAs, for example, or to testers. And I told the people in that company, said, from my experience, even to help people understand basic concepts, I need at least three months of yep. regular meetings. And they told me, oh, no, 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 three months, no one would pay for such a long course. So we would not be interested in cooperation with you. I was like, okay. So sometimes it's, you know, it's uh, more about the business side of it yeah, is true. than about um, actually helping people you know, the, the problem is that, you know, that uh, I led the DevOps Academy, right? And this program was three, four months long and try to teach others to be DevOps in four months. Good luck with that. So so this is like a touching the let's say, surface of the topic, right? With programming languages, it's maybe a little bit easier, a little bit, because you are touching one, techno- one main technology and couple supportive technologies. With DevOps, it's definitely harder because you have a lot of technologies around. Uh, but anyway, all those boot camps where they promise that you will, you know, receive the first paycheck in like a thousand of dollars when you finish this two weeks, three weeks, four weeks boot camp, this is just simple bullshit. Let be not afraid to say that this is bullshit, and you will not be a programmer after two, four weeks, or even eight weeks, right? You can say you touch the topic. And now, important thing is that here we can differentiate the languages. But I believe you may disagree with me. So let me come to the next point after your disagreement. So I have a question about, you know, you will not become, uh, you know, expert or great programmer, developer after some time. But there are those people who at the age of 25, 26 years old, they already have the title of lead software engineer or Mm -hmm. solution architect. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just old-fashioned, but I'm thinking, okay, maybe if in your high school or throughout your university, like, okay, I have a colleague who, in his high school, he was writing thesis for other students from computer science. And he was writing programs for other students, right? And it was his way of earning money. But those people are one in a 10,000, 100,000, maybe. Right? So that's why I'm kind of mm, resistant towards believing that you need to gain some experience really to have this lead title, lead experience. 
I I believe I I feel what you what you mean because uh, being close to 50 I have sometimes the same feeling. I know young people who are really good in what they do and they deserve their places where they are in in age of 25 27 because they are doing really really good job. However, this element of being lead, being architect etc etc is tough. Because this this is a similar topic to the certifications somehow this position should come to the picture with your experience and with experience with different project different type of work different people you work with with different experiences in the hard areas and soft areas so the question is if you are two years after the uh, university. What kind of experience in these areas you've got, right? Because simple, <laughs> stupid Scrum training is one week long, and after that one training, you have fifty-one weeks left in the year, plus vacations, etc., etc. It gives you maximum one year where you can collect this experience. Is this possible to be proper Scrum master? It's not well, possible. at the same time, remember that Scrum Guide is what forty pages long, so you cannot make and a longer training than one week. I mean, making a one week training for out of forty pages book, it's already kind of pushing it. But I know about, what, what you uh, mean. Some and... extremely important and difficult equations in physics or mathematics are they like like whole book long? No, they are not, right? But they're extremely important, and in order to understand them, first you need to understand some deeper knowledge uh, to to possess understanding of how to use it and uh, why they're in this uh, in this um, uh, shape, not in different shape. You know, the the problem here is like this: you can just you know play around in very very simple pool where the depth is like one meter. And you can play with their, you know, have laugh. Everything is fine. No one will be hurt. But then there is also this deep, like eleven kilometers, right, where the swimming there is a little bit more tricky. The point is that different projects, different type of work, different programming languages, different problems here are completely well different. <laughs> and now it's. Something else to being being a programmer who is programming buttons of the web page presenting cards, and being a programmer who is developing embedded software for autonomous cars or base probe, right? Or financial transactions, you know, dealing with hundreds of millions exactly. of dollars, right? Or for but, hospitals. But yeah. actually, what what kind of Amazes me. I mean, of course, I haven't read all of the books. I just, you know, have three or four of them. You know, one about C sharp, one about C plus plus, one about something. Maybe one day I will read those. I don't books. know this language, something, but maybe I'm not that good. Man. But what amazes me is in all of those books that I have about programming skills, is the author is writing. I assume by now you already know at least one programming language. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> I don't. I want to learn where to start. I mean, give me a book where programming I programming for dumb. Dear listeners, probably that would be a nice beginning. But they have also an assumption oh, okay. already, right? That you yeah. are dumb and dear, dear, yeah. dear listeners. If you know any materials, any books, any 
training programs or YouTube tutorials where someone can learn programming from scratch and someone who is kind of resistant towards programming like myself, then please leave a comment, let us know. I would like to try um, one day to actually upskill myself. Yeah, in the I send you scratch, the link. Yeah, scratch. So, like, I wanted to suggest that you can ask um, a power skid uh, because... Yeah. <laughs> But you know th this uh, this is the the point. So so programming uh, itself may look easy, right? That it's not complicated. It's not problematic. The, you can very easily write uh, you know some uh, function which do the sum of two numbers very easily. But if the situation expects from you to have proper performance, to have proper security, to have proper data transformation to have all those aspects which distinguish bad applications from really good applications it can be done only with proper experience and proper tooling right and you know this kind of two three four five months boot camps will give you understanding of on how deep water you are but still it doesn't give you the ability to dive really deep there right you are still on the surface you need another programs another learnings to go deeper and deeper and, deeper and, and deeper. that reminds me um after i graduated uh mentoring about big data uh it took me many 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 days and nights and weekends and so on so on uh, hard work 14 pardon 14 14 or 21 21 <laughs> each day okay <laughs> hours <laughs> each day <laughs> and uh, i remember that uh, i i thought that I, I i know something not that everything but i know something and then i entered the first project and whew, like what what is happening they like like and that showed me how much gaps I still have. And uh, I think this is th that refers exactly to what you said, that even knowing some, some practical, some, having some experience from boot camps, from some uh, training, uh, having some knowledge, definitely it's very useful. Definitely it's worth uh, to possess such things because this helps you to upskill. But then comes the real training, the real life. Real life. And, um, and this is, uh, this is uh, where complicated things are happening. Um, all kinds of, all kinds of, uh, those things that you were even not aware that they exist. And this is the, the hard part. Because if you... And you need to exactly, combine. If you know that you know something, probably there is like, many many things that you're even not aware that you don't know them yes so how to you know we had we had in my first office we had a picture which stated something like that theory is that when nothing works but everything everyone knows why practice is when everything works but no one knows why but in our office, we combine those two things. Nothing works and no one knows why. And, and this is the reality. 
Yeah. Okay, so I think uh, with that said, I think we can uh, sum up that uh, it's good to know. <laughs> it's good to know uh, why it doesn't work, probably. Um, uh, but to to be more uh, more uh, frank and putting uh, jokes aside, it's good to learn. And uh, probably even after one year of experience, two years of experience, you still have something that you can learn. So being humble and learning, I think that could be some kind of uh, guideline uh, to uh, be better in whatever you're planning to do or you're doing when it comes to your career. So not titles, not diplomas, but your knowledge and your uh, your your skills. This is something that no one will take it. Even uh, it won't terminate, probably. And in this graceful way, we didn't answer to the question if everyone will be the programmer soon or not. And yep, because this is impossible to answer, I think. Um, so, what we have to say on the end. Thank you very much for listening to this episode and see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. that's it for today. This was last week in IT. Thank you for listening and please join us for the next episode. Follow us on social media, subscribe and comment. If you agree, disagree or just want to say hello, we are waiting for you. Stay tuned, stay IT.